Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome to the Pixels Podcast, the Sports Eight NFL Podcast. I'm Will Rinson. I'm your host. It is, you know, I forgot the name of this. I don't care anymore. Just kidding. It's uh, Wednesday, July 20th. If you're listening to the podcast, if you're watching live on YouTube, Tuesday, July 19th. Mm. Um, and you know what? You can tell that it's um, that the vacation's over. Over. The reality of the reality of the situation is set in. And Ryan Wilson is getting angry, folks. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Eh, scale of one to ten, I'm probably a five and a half. <laughs> I've certainly been angrier at you. Ang- angry isn't the word. Just fed up enough. Uh, you know, it's just like it's not even. I don't think it's fed up. It's uh, enough is a good one. I don't think it's fed up. It's just like you just you didn't feel like logging in and seeing my face. Well, that's yeah. not true. And just yet, that, yeah, you're so predictably unreliable that I just didn't have the patience for today dealing with my, my two other kids. So I took it out on you and I'll probably take it on, on our 13 year old dog later. Poor dog. Just going to beat. Uh, do your parents still have their laps? Yeah. Two of them. Do you have laps growing up or are they just, yeah, we had two them? litters of 11 growing up. Sweet mercy. How long did they live on average? Mm, it's hard to say with the, uh, the litters of 11 cause we had a couple that had hip dysplasia. Um, but I would say that. Did you put him down with hip dysplasia? Yeah, yeah, I put a lot of dogs down. Well, it sounds like you just went out in the backyard and did it yourself. I mean, you live in a farm. Uh, that's how Dwight Shoot does it. If that yeah, makes you feel right. any better. Um, I, I mean, I feel like uh, our labs, like, I'd say on average, like ten years. Oh, okay. Well, our maybe, la- maybe twelve, maybe twelve on average. Um, you have what? Chocolates. We had black labs growing up, um, and my parents currently had chocolates, now currently have black labs. Yeah, so we have a, a yellow lab who's 13, and when I say he probably wishes he was only lived to the age of 12, I, I say that with 100% certainty because he just, his back legs don't work. I think he has, like, dementia. I don't think he likes being here, and honestly, he's just an 80-pound ball of fur walking around this point. Are you, are you, are you describing yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, half a dozen to one. Uh, another question I've been thinking about since he is 13. Thir- brainless ball of fur who just wants to go. What uh, Did you just bury your dogs in the backyard in the farm, or how did you, when the dog went to meet baby Jesus, what did you do with the body? Oh, uh, yeah, we buried him in the farm. Okay. It would depend on the situation, too. Like, we had a dog that, you know, ran up. So my parents live on a, you know, the, the farm is not like, you know, yeah, it's down a, like a quarter of a mile dirt road or a third of a mile dirt road. And um, we had one dog, uh, you know, get up to the top of the road and get hit by a car. Mm. Um, yeah. You know, and then, you know, other times um, it just varies, you know. Um, At any point, did you take it to the vet to be cremated or whatever or whatever the vet yeah, did? Like when the dog got hit by the car, we took him to the vet. And then like, okay. we had a dog that got attacked by another dog. Oh, geez. And killed it? Yeah. What kind of dog attacked it? Uh, Chocolate Lab attacked a black lab. What? Yeah, it was crazy. Was it your yeah. chocolate lab? Yeah, both our dogs. It was crazy. 
Was that chocolate lab uh, different than the other dogs mentally? Like in, in terms of no, it was like a, it was like a. I think they're fighting over a girl. Is that a thing for dogs? Yeah, well, it, like somebody was in heat and he went out. Oh, okay. Back and... Oh, because you were breeding these dogs too, right? Yeah, this was much later, but yeah. Wow, never heard of a lab on lab crime. All right, we can yes. move on. I was just curious because I've I've been thinking about, you know, once the dog actually goes to baby Jesus, I don't want to have to figure out then at that moment whether I got to go in the backyard or whether I got to call the vets. Like who's the Merlin attack? Which dog was it? Um, yeah, we had to take the dog to like the vet. That's vicious. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Holy moly! Yeah, it was made for. A, we were down at uh, down at the at the river and uh, made for a rough. Afternoon. Anywho, <laughs> on that positive note, yeah. on death and destruction, Jeez. canine death and destruction. Uh, let's really, talk. really puts our little spat about USB cords into into perspective. It wasn't about USB cords, but fair <laughs> enough. I mean, we got we got an, we got this stupid argument about because I'm like doing this fantasy draft. With it wasn't an argument. I was just I didn't I didn't have the the patience to to go through. You're it just with annoyed you. at me. Yeah, I'm over it. Um, okay. Anyway. Let's talk. Oh, uh, we are nominee for the uh, best cho- best sports podcast in the, uh, in the best sports podcast category in the People's Choice Podcast Awards. And if you guys want to do us a solid, anyone listening or watching, go to podcastawards.com slash app slash sign up. Uh, title down to the sports category and nominate pick six. We'll go through. If we get through to the next stage, it's the finals. Um we could win the ESPN Fantasy Focus Award, which is like best sports podcast, which again, like just name it something else. Like call it like the Terry Bradshaw podcast or I don't know, something, anything. Best sports and canine related podcast. That's right. That's right. And uh, best sports tattoo and, and dog podcast. Oh, it takes about 60 seconds. There's a link in the episode description at the top. So hit that up and help us get through. As I've mentioned multiple times, if we win the award, the full award, not get through the next round. Um, I will get a tattoo of listener's choice. So hmm. if you want to see me suffer, go vote for us. A couple more donations came in too for some inexplicable reason for the Oh yeah, that's right. Um Ryan Wilson is getting a tattoo as well in Nashville in about oh my gosh, you realize it's like, oh, less than a month until you get a tattoo. That's kind of twenty six days. <laughs> Just keeping track. Um if you want to crank up the quality of Ryan Wilson's tattoo. I don't know how. I would say quit giving money, but people don't seem to understand the words as I say them out loud. But go ahead. Send him money. <laughs> you can send him money. You can send him a dollar. Did you get any request? Just a million dollars. Okay. Um, you can uh, you can send him money. A dollar. A hundred dollars. I don't care. A thousand dollars. Whatever you want to send him. No. Don't do that. Why? What am I going to do with $1,000 other than... If there's money left over, we'll donate it to charity. All right. At Ryan-Wilson-37831 is Ryan. I love that you can't do anything from one minute to the next, but you know my Venmo address, whatever. I don't know what's called. What's it called? Your Venmo... Handle. Handle. I, I was reading it off my phone. I have to go find it. I know I know how to find it really quickly. But you find it quickly, so that's that's progress, I suppose. All right. You have three friends on Venmo. One of them's me. Actually, I don't think you have. Who are the other two? Must be. Yeah. Can you yeah, see who they are? Yeah. Just first name. Uh, your wife and okay. somebody named Patrice. Uh, Patrice is the, when I played co-ed soccer, she was the person that we paid. Ah, there you go. Yeah, you have, those are your three friends. That makes sense. All right. Your wife also has a, 
redacted dash Wilson dash numbers after her name. But she has her- managed, she's managed to upload a profile photo and only has two numbers. So uh, credit to her. Yeah, she went earlier than I did. I, I now regret accepting your your friend request, if that's what it's called. And then I'm going to go back to rectify that. <laughs> All right, we're going to look at teams who might take a step back. And the best way to... Are these your teams? These might be your teams because I see one of them on there that was kind of shocking. Uh, um, let me look, let me look at the um, the rundown. I don't know. If you, I'm sure Debo put it in there, but I haven't seen it yet. Basically, we're going to try and find teams that made the playoffs last year who could miss the playoffs this season. Yep, this is it. Okay. We'll, we'll start. We'll start, and we both agree with this one. I think um, in the NFC, the Dallas oh, Cowboys, the twelve. Hmm, okay. Well, I, I think all right. If, well, if you're going to pick, we pick teams who we thought could make a leap forward. I do think it probably behooves, you know, generally speaking to like, it seems like it just seems like it's easier to find teams in the AFC who might take a step forward. Don't you, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Cause a step forward in the NFC could mean winning eight games. Right. But, um, I, I think that this is a good as good a spot as any. If you look at teams that had a, you know, we're talking about teams that had a bad offseason, teams that might struggle a little bit more this coming year. Um, the Dallas Cowboys fit the bill, in my opinion, because they could. I think the Eagles are going to win the division, and if that happens, and the Cowboys have to make it as a wild card. Now, granted, it's you know, I mean, there's plenty of um, like there, there's plenty of pathways for them still to. Yeah. Get- into the playoffs, even as a wild card. But um, I just tend to think that there is a uh, very viable chance that they could get squeezed out uh, potentially. They won 12 games last year. That yeah. feels like a huge reach just in terms of back-to-back seasons for a team that's good, but not great. And I still have questions about Mike McCarthy, which I've been saying Correct. since the moment he was hired. Uh, so Debo has the uh, Super Bowl lots is 18 to one for the Cowboys, the chance with the NFC eight to one and the chance to win the division plus one fifteen. What are your odds that they miss the playoffs? Your Brinson odds. My Brinson odds that they miss the playoffs. Um, I would say that they are plus 250 to miss. Ooh, plus money. You think? To miss the playoffs, the Cowboys? Yeah. I mean, they're favored to win the division and the NFC like doesn't have a ton of great wildcard teams. So, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think the Eagles win the division. That requires a step by Jalen Hurts, but they now have A.J. Brown. I think they're going to be better in second year. Their defense is going to be really good with all the young players they, they added. I have questions in Dallas. Now, C.D. Lamb's going to be the number one. I mentioned Mike McCarthy. Michael Gallup is coming off the ACL. Uh, they drafted the, the kid from South Alabama, uh, Jalen. What's Jalen's last name? Jalen Tolbert. And um, he's an exciting player. He had some drop issues last year and throughout his college career, so we'll see how quickly that translates. He's also coming from a smaller smaller division one school. So that's also, um, I think South Alabama's division one, but they're a smaller school. So that has to sort itself out. And Dalton Schultz, is he holding out or is he going to play? He's going to play. He signed his tag. Okay. All right. So he'll be there. So that's good. Um, Leo Collins is now in Cincinnati. I don't know if that's going to be a concern or not. They did draft Tyler Smith. Um, Prisco likes Tyler Smith a lot. Tyler Smith, I believe led the nation in holding penalties last year, Tulsa. So that's a concern. Um, but again, athletic, really young. Pretty clearly, the the offensive line, which has been sort of the strength of this team, 
for the last you know decade or so really mm-hmm. uh, has gotten worse. Yeah, no, no, that's right. Uh, I don't know why I'm hesitating. I was thinking more about Zeke Elliott too has a chance to bounce back, but how much does that going to matter in terms of this team winning? You know, two more games. I think Zeke Elliott playing well is point seven point eight wins over the course of the season. I mean, and look, the the oh no, Zeke Elliott's like point one. Um, no, if he plays like best Zeke Elliott you get. Zeke Elliott is worth wins if he gets hurt and Tony Pollard gets to start. <laughs> Yikes! That is disrespectful. Okay. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, look, Tyron, Tyron Smith is a 2011 first round pick. Zach Martin's a 2014 first round pick. These guys are great when they are healthy and they're playing and they're on the field and they're, um, you know, you get a full season out of them. But I mean, th- these they're also old. Like they're older guys. You know, this is this is you know, and you have Tyler Smith who's coming in as a rookie. He he's gonna have to start. Um, it's just they just had a lot of turnover on the offensive line. I think at some point it's gonna catch up to them. They also traded Amari Cooper. And, and paid Michael Gallup, and then you know you have Dalton Schultz get the franchise tag. There, there's plenty of talent there with CeeDee Lamb, Gallup, um, James Washington, they added as well, Tolbert you mentioned, and then Schultz. Like for, for Dak Prescott, to, you know, the pass catchers. Um, I think a lot probably depends on, too. Like I mean, bringing back Dan Quinn was enormous. Yeah, unless you're Mike McCarthy. <laughs> right. I mean, the, the, you know, with there's Demarcus Lawrence, Par, Michael Parsons, you know, you have Trayvon Diggs who had you know had pile up interceptions. I mean, it, there's just a you can kind of see that how the defense can be good, but it, I could also see the defense taking a big step back and you know struggling. And if that's the case, I don't. Know, I, I just there's just something about the Cowboys that feels off. Maybe maybe they're better than I think. Um, All right, Ted, I don't know what the Caesar says, but ten wins is the wins over Wilson over under. Uh, I mean, I would probably take under on ten wins. I think, I think I, I'm going to spend nine and a half at Caesars. Would be my guess. I, I, I would, I would, oof. yeah, nine and a half is a better number. I don't know what I would do for nine and a half. I might go under. Um, I would be, I would be a little, I need to look at the schedule, um, in more detail, but I would be a little nervous about going under. Um, sometimes this website is just, I don't know, straight. man. The way that season ended last year, anything could happen. Um, wait, what do you? Uh, Dallas Cowboys. Oh, over under 10 and a half under yeah. minus 145 over lamb the under. <laughs> I mean, that's a 10 and a half is just too. They high. won 12 last year. But again, the, the season ended last year with the Dak Prescott draw on on, on 18 to go or whatever. It was. <laughs> I, was like, I was trying to, I was like, how did that season end again? Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not betting the Cowboys to win the conference at eight to one or the division at, uh, you know, even the division at plus 115, I think is a little too, is a little too short. So I'm, I'm with you on the Cowboys. I think they probably, I think they are a prime candidate to take a step back. Um, but it also wouldn't be shocking if they won 10 games, 10 plus games and won the division. Like that, that, that would be, that yeah. would not be crazy because the, the, you know, this is not the NFC West we're talking about. The Giants and the Washington football team are still more shocking. The Cowboys win 12 games again or the Giants win. Eight games. No, eight um, games. Uh, the Giants winning eight would be more surprising, I think. I think so, which is sweet, Jesus. They won four last year, so doubling the win total. Yep. Brinson's out. Brinson's out. If you're uh, watching, you see all him disappear. If you're listening on the old audio machine, Brinson just disappeared off the face of the podcast. I'm guessing he'll be back. Uh, anyway, I think that's all we're going to say about the Cowboys. The next team up were the old Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And uh, I'll just preface this before Brinson comes back on and defends Tom Brady with his dying breath. Um, I'm just going all in on the Buccaneers as a team that regresses only because it has to happen at some point. It probably won't happen this year. It probably won't happen next year. It probably won't happen as long as Tom Brady's playing. 
but um, I'm just going to get ahead of it. <laughs> and the head of it could be could mean a number of things. Could be I'm finally going to be right, or more likely that I will be once again wrong, and just say that the Buccaneers are going to regress a little bit. Hey Debo, do we think that Brent's is coming back, or is is he going to do the fantasy? Trip? We're going to hope so. We can chat about the Bucks Bucks for a minute. This is a little longer than normal, but you're fine. I'm over here doing a monologue like I'm Tucker you're Carlson. The, you're the solo. You're, you're Colin Coward right now. Uh, yeah, Colin Coward over over Tucker Carlson might be a better call. Uh, before I go deeper into the Tampa Bay thing, uh, are you still? cautiously optimistic about your Eagles or do you not like to hear conversations like the one we just had about the Cowboys not being as good as, as most people think? Yeah. I'm, I'm not used to this position where they're like really considered a, a favorite or the sleeper team, but everybody is, is on this sleeper team this, this time around. I think it may be a little overhyped at the moment, but that's what we do during mm-hmm. the off season. They've, they've had a good off season, but uh, they're, they're far from perfect, um, but I I love all Cowboys slander, so I'm I'm in for that. Uh, other than Jalen Hurts, just for the sake of conversation, I don't know where you are on Jalen Hurts at this moment. But what is your biggest concern on that on that team, uh, position wise? It's uh, it it really relies on the quarterback. Um, it's it's not the skill position players on offense. It's definitely not the offensive line. Maybe the the back seven to an extent on on defense, but you added James Bradbury. I feel pretty good with where things are, are at. I'm not laughing. I'm laughing because Brinson, who has more excuses than, than anyone should on, on planet earth is, is now blaming his wireless mouse as the reason he can't get back <laughs> onto the podcast. Oh my gosh. It is insane. Um, all right. Yeah. I think the offseason, like the, the Eagles had the best offseason on planet earth. And I, I can't imagine. Is there anything that you wanted to happen that didn't happen? Um, no, but I, they were not on your list last week, correct? Of of teams that were ready to take the next step, or were you just trying to? I was spreading out the spreading out the stuff. I got to go on HQ on on Wednesday afternoon, and I'm gonna. I have the Eagles as the team having the best off season. Okay. So. You don't, you don't want to give the pick six crowd like your best stuff. You say. I mean, that I'm just looking too. like Nicobe Dean. I love. He has to stay healthy. I'm not sure how he's been doing during the the non-contact workouts. Anything to report there? I am not like counting on a ton from him immediately. Maybe in like the first eight weeks. But if he can be like a second half of the year performer, get healthy, get right, I, I'm looking forward to it. Jordan Davis is awesome. I think you liked him early on in the draft process. Cam Jurgens is supposed to be um, – people liked him more than I did coming out. Um, I think he went to Nebraska. He's a, he's a, a bigger version, quote-unquote, of uh, uh, – what's his name out of Iowa that the that the Ravens drafted? And Jason Kelsey. Yeah, yeah. Bomb, thanks. Is Jason Kelsey – did he say he's this is one more year? It is probably going to be his last season, but I wouldn't uh, be shocked if, if next year he said the same oh, okay. thing. Okay, so he didn't say 100% he's done. So anyway, you have depth there with Cam Jurgens. A.J. Brown obviously is huge. So – I, I get why you're, you know, you like to be cautiously optimistic, but I, th- I think on paper this team looks pretty good. All right, well, Brinson figures out how to use a, a mouse like it's 1992. Um, yeah, let's talk about the Bucks. So, you know, I've been sort of pushing this narrative that Tom Brady at 45 or 46, however old he is, I, I just feel like he's distracted. And again, that's just sort of me making up stuff at this point because he is so incredibly good and has been so good for so long as the best player ever, so on and so forth. 
But Gronk is gone, although I guess his girlfriend saw a headline that said maybe he comes back. I don't know. I don't even know if it matters. He's basically a glorified blocker at this point, uh, unless he's just there for moral support. Um, Chris Godwin is coming off the ACL. We know they have Mike Evans. But after that, there's not a whole lot. Um, let me see real quick. What did they do? They didn't have a lot of draft. Oh, they got Logan also. Okay, they got Luke Gedeke, uh in the second round. Um, the offensive lineman, right tackle out of Central Michigan, who's actually a really good player and might end up being better than the left tackle out of Central Michigan, the the, uh, the Austrian guy who went to Indianapolis. Um, they got Kate Otten, the tight end. He's not going to be Gronk, but who is? Rashad White's sort of an interesting running back. Reminds me of Cordero Patterson. But after that, there's not a lot of guys going to help right away. So, you know, there are concerns about, quote, uh, the offensive line. Uh, let me double check real quick. Did Brian Jensen re-sign there or did he go somewhere else? I think, yeah, he re-upped. So he's back. Um, so I believe Marpet retired. And they traded for Shaq Mason, I believe, right? Yeah, I think right. that's who they got in the pro, uh, in uh, the deal from New England. They still have Tristan Wirfs, who's awesome. Cam Brate's still there. I mentioned Kate Otten, the rookie. Leonard Fournette came back. So it's sort of the same team. Um, Big Adam. boy, hefty Leonard Fournette. He's always kind of pushing the limits. You know, there's some reports that he's 260. He's what? saying 245. Jeez. But uh, I think a enlarged version of, of Leonard Fournette this season. <laughs> enlarged. Uh, so where are you on the – and also I'm pushing this narrative because I, I'm trying to will the Saints into winning the division. I, I want uh, Jameis to pick up where he left off and, and be um, – you know, he was never great, but be less terrible than he was in Tampa Bay. Uh, Chris Olave has to work out. We talked about Trevor Penning on the last podcast, the other rookie they drafted in the first round in New Orleans. Alvin Kamara, Mike Thomas hopefully finally comes back, and the defense has been pretty good. Um, any chance that comes true? Tampa Bay slips a little bit. They won 13 games last year. Tampa Bay wins 10 games, and, and New Orleans wins 10 games, but they went on on the second. Put them in another division, and I'm totally buying into this. I cannot see it. The Falcons might have the worst overall roster mm. in football. Yes. Not buying the Panthers. The Eagles own <laughs> the Saints' first-round pick, so I am rooting for them to be as bad as, as possible, and I, I don't really see that leap from the Saints. So put them in – even like the AFC South, and I could see a regression from the Bucks, but not in not in this division. Wow, even the AFC South. So the AFC South All Star team is beating, beating the NFC South All Star team. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I don't know. We'd have to go player by player, but give me Colts and, and Titans over, and even the Jags oh. give a little bit of competition. I think Houston and Jaguar, Jacksonville might actually have a better team than Atlanta and Carolina because at least in, in Jacksonville, you have Trevor Lawrence and, he, hell, even Davis Mills if you want in Houston. Atlanta has Marcus Mariota and Carolina has Baker Mayfield. All right, you talked me into it. Yeah, I like the chances of this happening are probably between 14 and, and 16%, uh, the Saints winning the division and Tampa Bay slipping. But, uh, you know. I mean, I don't think they deserve or should be the Super Bowl favorite out of the NFC. Nor do I. I agree with that. I get why they are the prohibitive favorite in their division, but to be that much favored over the Packers, the defending champ Rams, I know we don't really like where the 49ers have been positioned all off season, but. Yeah, I'm with you. I just want to see if Tom Brady's distracted. Although, now that Bruce Arians has gone, maybe that makes things easier for him because there was reportedly some some friction between the two. Um, all right. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That was, um, so I rebooted my computer hoping that would reconnect the mouse. It did, but it also like, it, it rebooted all the programs like running on, that had been running in YouTube TV. The app was paused. I could not find what was playing that commercial. It, we were like, we were like five or 10 seconds away from it, just like blasting days of our lives, which what? would have been an absolute uh, copyright violation. What, uh, what were you watching on YouTube TV? Um, I, I don't know. Something that was, on, I, I assume golf because it was on NBC. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Debo and I covered the Bucks, So we have the Cardinals and two more teams to go. So, uh, quickly. So you only got, well, you only got through one, huh? Uh, yeah. Despite your, your, your efforts to, to, for, uh, something else happened. Uh, but Buccaneers, what are the chances they don't win the division? They're minus 320 to win the division. So I would say, like, I mean, I, I don't know what the. Well, would you bet minus 320? Because Debo pointed out you bet it, you bet 180, minus 180, whatever it was last year. Uh, I, I've got a, I've got them plus money to win the division when Tom Brady retired. Oh. So I would not bet 320. Only, I mean, I think that's only because I wouldn't want to. Let's say you wanted to win three units, right? Mm hmm. You would have to tie up. Let's say, and you, let's say, you know, just for the, you, you have to tie up. You have to tie up a lot of money for the entire length of the season, or until the Bucks clinch the division. I think they'll win the division handily. I just don't think the Panthers are very good. The Falcons are, are just not good, and then the the Saints. I have a lot more questions about the Saints than other people appear to. Yeah. Again, I was just the, the point I made was that I'm just betting on this is the year Tom Brady finally comes back to Earth, which it won't happen. But if it does, I can be like you and just say I told you so. All right, the Cardinals are the next team on my list. I think it's a great choice. There's a lot of discord with the Cardinals. Cliff, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, we have lots of questions about him. Um, I'll say it again. If he looked like Rob Ryan, he never would have had a head coaching job. <laughs> I agree with that. Um, he was actually really high on uh, on Cody Benjamin. He was like 13th or 14th on Cody Benjamin's um, list. Cody, Cody said when you had him on the podcast, what do you say about that? I was like, Explain yourself. And he's like, well, explain yourself. He didn't really have a good explanation, but um, are you serious? I didn't think he had a great explanation. I bet he was blinded by the handsomeness. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, his, he, he, he grouped a bunch of guys into tears and it was like, I would have pushed, um, I would have had, I would have had Cliff Kingsbury below Zach Taylor, right? Where'd he put, where'd he put Doug Peterson? Um, above Cliff Kingsbury. 11. 11 was Doug. Yeah, Doug. Did you guys call Spanky Wankman to get his thoughts on that? Because that would have been awesome. <laughs> No, we did not. We should have that. Um, yeah, I mean, I would have probably had him um, 
I would have had Cliff Kingsbury a lot lower, I think. Yeah, I don't know why he would be anything other than replacement level or below that based on what he's done in college and in the NFL. I mean, that's fine that Cody has him where he has it. We talked yesterday about how in the in the summertime you do a lot of things. Um, you write down a lot of things and say a lot of things because there's nothing else going on. Right. The Cardinals for me is that they always finish slow or they have the last few years with Kyler and Cliff. They start fast typically, but now they're not going to have Dre Hopkins for the first six games. So they're going to get it from both ends, it feels like, and that division is incredibly tough. I'm not as high on the 49ers as most folks, but I think the 49ers are a better football team than the Cardinals. 49ers have a better roster than the Cardinals. If and Trey Lance Trey plays. Lance, if Trey Lance is good, then the 49ers yeah. is a better team. The Seattle's not going to be good. Um, I, I think no one. Seattle could, Seattle could steal a game. I mean, Seattle could win seven games. Sweet mercy. That would be that. It wouldn't be as impressive as the Falcons winning seven games last year, but it would be quite the feat. It would be impressive. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Plus 300 that win the division. I feel like it should be a lot longer than that. Um, The Bucks, or the, excuse me, the, the Cardinals? Yeah. I would imagine the 49ers ahead of them or not because of Trey Lance. Yeah, 49ers are definitely ahead of them. Yeah, plus three. I should be like, I don't it's know what it would take. I would take five to one to win the division if I was the Cardinals, but I would want, I would want. I'm with you're, not taking, you're not taking three to one. Correct. Not I don't know if I'm taking five to one. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, that, that's... Uh, Do they make the playoffs? No. No, they don't. I think they fall back and don't make the playoffs. And look, maybe Kyler takes a huge leap forward, but they, remember now, too, Kyler's stats without DeAndre Hopkins are, are really bad. And Hopkins is going to miss the first six games and has looked like slower and older and sort of like Pete Briscoe only put him on his top 100 list because he was scared that he would like look like he'd be any show. I mean, like, I don't think I, I, I have concern. Like, they lost Chase Edmonds. I mean, they, there's just a lot of concerns about Chandler Jones, that offense. Yeah, you lose. Yeah, I mean, you lost a lot of pieces this offseason. Um, if they're in the AFC, I think we would pretty clearly be like, oh, this team's definitely not making the playoffs. Their draft on paper is okay. It's not great. Like, Trey McBride, I like a lot. He's my favorite tight end. He went the second round. He'll be fun. Uh, they got Cam Thomas and Maji Sanders. Traded for Marquise Brown. Yeah, I'm not. That doesn't get me super excited, but I, I get it. Re- reunited Marquise and and, and um, Kyler from their Oklahoma days. Yep. Um, but after that, there there are a lot of questions about the players in terms of the, how early they're going to be able to contribute because they had a second round pick, two third round picks, and then a pick again until the sixth and seventh round. So obviously the, the the late day three guys you wouldn't imagine coming right away and and help you where Trey McBride and the two edge rushers. Thomas and Sanders hopefully can can help sooner than later. But again, are Thomas and Sanders going to be enough to to make up for Chandler Jones? Probably not. I think this this like looks like a 500 team to me. That's especially given them when they crater over the second half of the season. Right. So the first six games, no Dre Hopkins. Then the last eight and a half games, business as usual in terms of unless they figure out a way not to lose all the time. And looking at them last year, they were 11 and six. We're a 10.5 win team. So not crazy um, out like out of whack. Nine and a half over under. Mm, under probably. Yep. I mean, they were eight and zero, right? <laughs> they finished. Were they? Eleven and six, weren't they? No. Was that last year? They were seven and zero. Excuse me. Still. Seven and zero. You finished eleven and six. That is not good. Yeah, they lost five. They lost. Five the, and, and in, in fairness, Kyler Kyler missed a couple games because remember, um, he got hurt and they were missing. Do they have him against the Packers? Yes. But Here's the thing. They lost to the Lions, the Colts, and then the Seahawks in the last month and a half of the season. Remember, they beat the 49ers with Colt McCoy. 
and then lost to the Panthers in that game where Cam came back. Oh, and they lost they, to the Panthers. Oh, get out of here. Yeah, then, they no. beat, then they beat the they beat the Seahawks. So they went two and one with Colt McCoy and still finished eleven and six down the stretch. Like Kyler was terrible. Then. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we agree on that. Yeah, they are an obvious candidate. Um, the Browns. This is all based on Deshaun. I don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun. I think he's now settled with thirty women. I don't know if any women are left who haven't the settled. Texans settled with thirty women. Oh, the Texans settled with thirty. Yeah. Deshaun settled with some number of them as well, or not? Yeah, twenty-four, I believe. I didn't know the Texans were even settling with people, so they've now been implicated the Texas, in the lawsuit. Texas, the Texans got got added as uh, defendants in the lawsuit and then quickly settled. Man, I must have been gone on vacation for a long time. Yeah, I guess it did all happen while you were on vacation, yeah. They must have known that was coming if they moved so quickly to settle all that. Okay, so Deshaun still has several, a handful of women still out there who have not yet settled and may move forward. With- the, way, the Browns finished 8-9 last year, so I don't know if they're like a fallback team. If there's no Deshaun Watson for a year and you're rolling with Jacoby Brissett and whoever else they decide to bring in, because they mentioned perhaps, I mean, is that an eight win team? No. In a division with the Cincinnati and, and Baltimore? No. And I mean, I think we, we talked about Baltimore as a team that gets better. I think Pittsburgh would be the team that falls back. And I mean, they had, you know, like, but, but, but I agree with you that, like, if, if I were picking. Yeah. I mean, Pittsburgh is in the conversation, but how interesting is it to say that Mitchell Trubisky and, Ke- and Kenny Pickett are going to suck? Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, they were a playoff team last year, and I think they I – think <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Indianapolis Colts, for that. <laughs> that's insane. Like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's, I think the Browns and the Steelers finish in the bottom of this division. Okay, Jacoby Brissett starts 17 games. What's the over-under? I'll give you I'll give you a eight. What would you say? Under. Yeah, eight. Okay, so what if Deshaun Watson starts 17 games? I'll give you – Let's say 13. Way under. He hasn't played in two years. Uh, a year, year, a year and a few months. Under eight? If he starts 13 games? No, under 13. Oh, you said he starts 13 games. They said the over-under was 13. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no, no, I just say, let's say he plays the whole year. Let's say something happens. Uh, okay, he's not going to play the whole year. That'd be, that would be yeah, good. but for the sake of discussion. So you, you're, over-under would be 10. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. I'm a, I don't know. That's that's a good one. Uh, it'd be close. <laughs> I might go under. Just I, would, he hasn't played I, would, I would take the under too. I, mean, I think you just—I think you default to the under in spots like that. So, do they not knowing how long he's going to miss? Uh, are the Browns a playoff team? No, no. I say no. I agree. Who wins more games if Deshaun Watson doesn't play at all? Baker Mayfield or the Browns? Baker Mayfield. What? He's going to win six games. I mean, I just don't. If 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 Deshaun Watson doesn't play a single game this season. Baker Mayfield on that Carolina roster is going to win six football games. I think I would pick, I would take the Panthers to win more games than the than the yikes rounds. I don't know about all that. It's close. Okay. Um, all yeah, right. And like this all hinges on it all hinges on Deshaun Watson essentially. Yeah, and then he comes back and they still are not going to be good because the Browns just feels that way. Yeah, I mean it. It didn't. It didn't feel like they deserve. I mean, well, we'll see. Um, I mean, roster wise, like they don't. You know, they don't, it's not like they have a bad team. And they added Amari Cooper this offseason. We said this every year. Which they had to do because otherwise. Last year, I don't know if that was the year that we jumped on the bandwagon or not because it happened so often. Last year's roster was arguably the best in the the AFC uh, North. It was very good. Yes. So, yeah. Big whoop. (laughs) Um, I mean, just, you know, defensively, I don't know that, man. They don't. They're the same team. Do they? They're not bad. Who they get? Let me see. Um, uh, Alex Wright, Perry Winfrey, Martin Emerson. I like that Martin Emerson a little bit. Uh, just look at the rookies. 
Yeah, they didn't do a lot in the draft defensively, uh, primarily because all those draft picks went to Houston. Um, they have uh, Uskormo coming back, Jadavion's coming back. I don't know if that does anything for you. Does anything for me? They have Taven Bryan now. Obviously, Miles Garrett. I mean, the interior of their defensive line is not great at all. Yeah, I'm that's, not going to argue. That's that. a problem. You can't stop. So they can't really stop the run. Is John um, Johnson? They signed him this offseason or did he play last year? Okay, right? I yeah. can't even remember. God, I can't either. We're doing a terrible job with this podcast. Um, What's yeah, yeah, it's a young team uh, defensively, but I, I think they'll be fine. All right, the Titans. Uh, yeah, the Titans. They trade away AJ Brown. Yeah, they signed him last offseason. John Johnson. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we were we were wrong. Um, well, he didn't make you that big of an impact, is why I asked because I don't remember him flashing a lot last year. Even though I thought that was a big, a big signing. Titans lost AJ Brown in trade. They added Robert Woods via trade. They drafted Traylon Burks. Um, they also took Malik Willis in the third round. Derek okay. Henry coming back from injury. We think he'll be healthy, and the offensive line has had some turnover. I always think the defense is is like a better bet to be more consistent for Tennessee this wow. year. And that defense stunk two years ago. Remember how bad they were? Yeah, they've gotten a lot better, though. I mean, like with Landry and Bud Dupree as a pass rushing pair. Um, Jeffrey Simmons is a monster in the interior. You know, Kevin Byard, Deion Sanders' favorite player of all time. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, Caleb Farley. I'm not sure how Caleb Farley played last year. I know he's injured for part of it, but um, first-round talent, he had injury issues, I think, back and knee. Uh, Elijah Molda was another guy I like coming out. He's going into year two. Uh, they drafted Roger McCreary out of um, Auburn, who's a, a really good football player uh, on the outside. Caleb and, Farley did not play very much last year. He didn't play one game? They did not play very much. He played like three games, I think. Right. I thought he, uh, yeah, I thought most of that was injury related. Uh, and then on offense, we mentioned Traylon Burks. Uh, Kyle Phillips out of UCLA is okay. I'm trying to see if they drafted an offensive lineman. Nicholas Petit Friere, um, he has a chance to be pretty good. Oh, they got the tight end out of Maryland, uh, Chig Oconquo, Oconquo who, uh, whose uh, athletic testing was off the charts. So, yeah, I don't know. My It comes back to Ryan Tannehill for me. And this team, I don't know how this team won 12 games last year, given how they played in that that um, playoff loss to the Bengals. And I think the other thing is um, the Matt Ryan All-Stars, you sort of feel like that team is going to turn the corner in a, in a postcard someone's world. And that's going to be an issue for Tennessee as well. Yeah, and then the other thing I think you can point to is will um, will the Jaguars be you know how <laughs> I'm serious. The ja- I think the Jaguars can be a lot better this year. Well, but when you took your little five minute poo poo break, uh, Debo and I were saying Houston or Jacksonville. That's your roster, or Atlanta or Carolina, the two worst teams in the in the South divisions. I mean, I, want, rather- I mean, I think Jacksonville just for the quarter. I mean, just take that's quarter. what I said. Even Davis Mills is your backup. I mean, and and on Houston, I mean, on Atlanta, you Davis got Mills Marcus- is starting for Carolina or uh, Atlanta. Yes. Yeah, or Marcus Mariota and Baker Mayfield, two top three overall picks who have not quite worked out. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I, I think you're right about Doug and and Trevor. No last names needed. <laughs> I mean, I don't think like Jacksonville is going to be great. I just. I mean, they just have enough. Like, if Doug well, they Peterson, pay Christian Kirk forty billion dollars a year, so that that needs to work out. Yeah, no, they'll be fine. I, I'm sort of half joking about it. They overpaid Christian Kirk, but if he comes I mean, in, yeah, and- like they they did, they spend a bunch of money for agency, like they always do. But and my point is just that Tennessee is like Tennessee. I just have a hard time looking at Tennessee's. Remember, I mean, last year before the Julio Jones thing, it was like, man, if AJ Brown gets hurt. This team has nobody to catch passes. Well, and now they don't have 
AJ Brown and Julio Jones obviously didn't work out. He's not there anymore. I mean, Traylon Burks is their number one wide receiver. And Robert and he, he struggled during the, the mini camp. I don't know. I'm not sure how things he they started with asthma. They thought I'm not sure how things unfolded not great. subsequently, but we'll see how training camp goes on because they, they need him. There's, there's sort of no run up time. He needs to hit the ground ready to go. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. Dis- I, I think uh, over uh, under nine and a half wins for the Titans under is minus 140. So it's pretty juiced. They moved these things. They've been, man, they're juicing the crap out of these things. They won the team won 12 games last year. I wonder what the over under was a year ago. Probably the same. I mean, it's, it's nine and a half every year. Like they just, <laughs> it's eight and a half or nine and a half every year for the Titans. They just, they just <laughs> yeah. I mean, 12 wins is, it's just hard to wrap your brain about how they did that. And maybe Ryan Tannehill, I'm just, uh, scarred by that last game. And maybe he's not that bad, but I just feel like, he feels he has like a lot, he has a lot to prove this year. I don't think Malik Wills is going to play this year unless Tannehill gets hurt. I don't think that that's probably right. That's a concern, even though you know the talk was that Wills might go in the first round. Who else is the backup in Tennessee? It is Logan Woodside. So yeah, Brian Tannehill, you you better. I mean, Tannehill's just playing for a, a, a – he's – I mean, it's a contract year for him essentially because he's – I would think that the um, Titans move on after this offseason. I think that's dependent on what Millie Willis looks like over the next six to eight months. So they have an out after the season where they can cut him and save uh, 20 uh, – I mean, his cap hits 30 – they can save a bunch of money after this offseason if they move on from him. And it, it seems – I think it seems likely they will. Worst case, bad, I mean, like he only has two years left on his deal anyway because I think the final uh, two years are void years. So it seems reasonable that they move on from him after this offseason. And even they, – they could if Malik Willis is, struggles. I mean, if you have a top 15 pick and there are a bunch of quarterbacks in this class, which seems to be the case as we sit here, yep, maybe they'll draft one. I, I think they're very likely to move on from him. After this offseason. And so he's, he knows he's playing for it. So, like, maybe he's more voted, motivated by that. But I think also, if the Titans are struggling as a team, um, you could see them potentially go to Malik Willis. I don't think Mike Vrabel will want to do that. I mean, I, I sort of just sort of wonder, like, where the Titans are. I mean, Vrabel was furious in that draft room when they traded AJ Brown. I don't blame him. Like, he's like, you know, he just said, like, <laughs> he's like, well, as long as I'm coach, I, we will not trade AJ Brown. And then John Robinson did it anyway. Um, like, it's still because of the division and because of, I, I think Vrabel's a really underrated coach. Like th- this team can absolutely like cobble together a nine, a, a nine or ten win season. It wouldn't shock me, but I would. I don't think they're going to be the number one seed again. And um, is there any way that they win more games than the Colts if Matt Ryan is healthy the whole time? Uh, yeah, there's a. I mean, there's a path, but I, I would take the Colts for sure. I think. I think the. I still think the numbers a little out of whack. Where it's Colts minus one fifteen to win the division and Titans plus one forty. Like I think it should be like. One, oh, Colts are favored. Yeah, the Colts are oh. out, but I think Colts should be like minus one thirty, and the Titans should be like plus one sixty. Oh, okay. I didn't know people were on the Colts. I thought maybe folks were still buying the Titans because of Derrick Henry and their. No, it's kind of it's shifted to where people are, uh, pretty where the, the odds are pretty heavily tilted towards um Indianapolis. All right. Well, there you go. There you go. There's Ryan Wilson's step back teams. A thrilling. Um podcast episode in july yeah even though you're only there for for part of it anyway thanks for watching thanks for listening we will see you guys tomorrow 
Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.